Day two unfolds and leaves no bracket unbusted. As upsets unfold, as Cinderella's stories start their journeys and first chapters, here we go, folks. It was a wild second day. I hope you're paying attention. And if you weren't, I'm going to give you some of the highlights because this NCAA tournament has not been disappointing. It is ruthless after having a year off. It's got a lot of pent-up aggression and upsets, uh, upset energy. That's the word I'm looking for. So it's, uh, and it's here, it's not playing around at all. It's been crazy. So let's just jump back into it on this Rambling Viking edition, uh, this March Madness edition of the Rambling Viking podcast. Wow, words are hard, I can't talk. It's been so crazy. So we had the second half of the first round happen yesterday. The West and the East regions played. And let me just say for my bracket purposes... It's, uh, at least coming out of the East hole, I got almost everything wrong. Like if I'd gotten any more wrong, the the whole, the whole region would have been wrong. It was crazy in the West. Not so much, but wow, really shook things up in our group. If you're in the bracket group, we're going to, we're going to give that little update here. So commando jar still sits atop the group with, with 260 points and a max with a max of 1780 that he can get still. Then we've got White Lightning coming in at 220 with a potential of 1720 in total. Then <clears throat> gonna win them all. Surprising. Now, while you did have Texas as your ultimate champion, which is no longer a thing, so your your cap is now set at 1020, but you are at 220, so keeping you in the mix for now. Then your boy at 210 with a a uh, cap of 1670. Then Haste the Day coming in, 210, with a cap of 1610. So those are our top four or five. Then we got a Ride the Lightning uh, from Rachel coming in at 210, with 1330 as their max. So we kind of dropped off there. And uh, you might be saying, wait, what about your bracket? What about my bracket? I'm I'm rolling in the deep as, 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 as far as drowning in the deep end of this wicked day number two I'm way down at the bottom uh, with only 190 points but I still I still got my cap at 1590 so there's still a chance I'm struggling right now though today was was a cruel cruel mistress to me today so cruel then Lightning McQueen who had Ohio State winning it all and you know his his bracket basically got busted the first day with them losing Uh, he he still has 190 but his cap is set at 1070 just over a thousand See how that ultimately unfolds. We'll see how much more busting of brackets happens and if everyone's cap then eventually falls, which I feel it it will inevitably because with these upsets, we're having some you're having some teams that could go way deeper than anyone really really anticipated and could really bust up some brackets real well. So it's exciting stuff. Let's jump into some of the craziness. What did we see oh my gosh so what didn't we see what didn't we see so we'll go through some of the obvious stuff and then we'll we'll hit on on the highlights the big moments of the day so we'll start with stuff you don't need to watch or didn't really need to watch or go back and even watch the highlights unless you're following the specific team Gonzaga Norfolk State 98 55 like nothing there OU Missouri 
OU squeaked by. Very good game, worth watching, watching highlights. Creighton and University of California, Santa Barbara, or USCB, also very good game, but the favorite one, 63-62. KU, Eastern Washington, another one. KU handily won. Iowa and Grand Canyon, RIP Grand Canyon. I was real hype on them, but I was also realistic. Iowa, Iowa took that one. Michigan and Texas Southern. Well, Texas Southern, you had a fun play-in game, first four game. Michigan handled business, 82-66. That one, Florida State, UNC Greensboro. Seemingly semi-close, they won by 10, but handled business, their top seed. Then Alabama and Iona. It looks like Iona, from what I hear, gave them a run for their money, but still 68-55, Alabama took that dub now into the fun stuff you might say wow that wasn't very many updates well yeah because yesterday was arguably crazier than the first day now we'll start with some of the smaller upsets that are less actual upsets maryland beats uconn 10-7 upset uh maryland though handled their business they won by nine i i kind of browsed through that game and they were they were ahead pretty handily most of the time ucla Upset BYU. Now, is this one as much of an upset? It's 11-6. BYU's not normally in the tournament. UCLA's a blue blood, so I think UCLA caught a rhythm. BYU just couldn't hit a shot. Not really. It was a good game for most of the game, but then UCLA pulled away at the end. LSU Bonaventure. St. Bonaventure. Dadgummit. Now, this one, I, I it technically isn't. A, it's an 8-9, and LSU handled their business. St. Bonaventure's an unknown. But we all know that I was riding that St. Bonaventure energy. I was really feeling it, and they let me down. I mean, you can't pick them all. Am I right or am I right? Drake was not able to pull off the upset against USC. Seeing how scrappy of a game their game uh, their fi- their first game against Wichita State was, I can kind of understand. I honestly, after seeing that game, I was like, man, they're gonna have to like really catch their rhythm and play hot. And it wasn't, that's not how it was. Like, it was a hard-fought, scrappy game against Wichita State. And I was like, you're not going to upset a team doing that. I just knew it. And surprise, surprise. Now to the big, big ticket. So those are the smaller ticket items. Let's get to the big ticket items. We'll start with (laughs) arguably the most upsetting one for me personally. Oregon, Virginia Commonwealth. The Commonwealth has been robbed of their NCAA hopes due to COVID protocols. The COVID takes its first victory of the tournament by causing the game to be canceled. Now, funny thing about this, when you look at the score in like the ESPN app or something, it says Oregon 1, VCU 0. So it's really fun. I realize that like they have to put that to indicate it. It's just really funny, personally. But ultimately, pisses me off like it's nobody's been. The Commonwealth was robbed. They was robbed. And I'm not just saying this because I picked them to go to the Sweet 16 against and, and then to play KU. But come on, man. And so I'm hoping, fingers crossed, we don't see any more of that because, oh, I know it's. You want to talk about busting some brackets right there. I mean, if you now have to account, not only do you have to account for these crazy Cinderella stories and Cinderella games, now you have to account for COVID Cinderella stories? Are you kidding me? I guess it's not COVID Cinderella. It'd be like COVID murder stories? Oh, that was probably also not a very uh, tasteful way to put it either. There's no, you know, there's no tasteful way to handle, handle COVID screwing up your bracket, all right? 
It's brutal. It's vicious. And nobody deserves it. I'm going to move on from that. Ohio upsetting Virginia, the reigning champs, technically if you look at it, with, now, I've got a theory here, and it's uh, not proven, don't fact check me, but it is totally, absolutely true. It is the power of the double first name. So, I don't know if you watched that game, but Ohio's got this kid, Jason Preston, the legend. He, he's got the double first name, and it's the double first name effect. He almost had a triple double. He he was he was the driving force that led Ohio to win sixty two to fifty eight over Virginia. And then when you even look at Virginia being the reigning champs, hold on, go, let's go back to that championship team. Don't don't you remember a couple guys? Ty Jerome, Kyle Guy, pretty double first name ish to me. Don't don't you think? Don't you think? Uh huh. Neither of those guys are still there. They, they've lost their double first name magic, and then they probably could have won had they not faced some double first name magic. But that's exactly what they faced. And that is why. Their fate was, dis- was determined. Their road to championship was over in the first round. I'm on that Ohio bandwagon. I don't know about you. Let's go. I think they're Bobcats. I don't know exactly, but it's exciting. Jason Preston. And then they had this other guy, Vanderplow. Also another super cool name. It looks like Vanderplas, and it's two words. It's so it's cool, right? It's cool. The cool names prevail. Cooler names prevail in that upset. A lot of fun. Definitely recommend going back and watching that game. It's it was just it's just fun. Then somewhere else, somewhere I was totally wrong. The power of a pissed off Patrick Ewing is apparently. A detriment. It is not a superpower at all. It is a kryptonite. It is a weakness because Georgetown got absolutely spanked. Oh my gosh, Colorado just stampeded all over their faces. So here was my theory, right? <clears throat> you get you get Patrick Ewing pissed off because he's at MSG and nobody recognizes him. And rightly so. He's rightly so pissed off. So you figure that energy is going to turn into, all right, it's going to turn into some real fire. He's going to be able to light that fire under his guys' butts, and they're going to just play lights out, coming to the tournament red hot. Apparently the opposite was true. It got him pissed off, off his game, frustrated. They're in his head. And he now... now He's always just thinking about his micro-credential showing, his micro-credential showing, putting him off his coaching game. He doesn't have his undivided attention on his team. His team is like, yo, coach, you're seeming a little bit off. He snaps and lashes out at them, and then guess what? That relationship has become slightly stressed in the light of the NCAA tournament, an already super stressful time, especially with all the COVID protocols. Boom. Recipe for getting walloped by Colorado. Colorado was up by like 30 at one point. Now, they only beat him by 23. I Only 23. Only 23. Oh, it was not pretty. It was it was bad. And that really hurt my breath. That was the first, we'll, we'll call that one the first super big upset. I had them going Sweet 16 against Michigan. That's totally busted. On to the next one. Texas. Holy crap. And all I can say about this is it makes sense from the standpoint of how they became Big 12 champions this season. Fraudulent. It is fraudulent. And come at me if you want. Yes, I yes, I hate Texas because obviously Oklahoma person here, you it is you are legally obligated to hate Texas as an Oklahoma person. 
Now, if you're from Texas, we can have the conversation. That's not for today's podcast. Fraudulent win. They got an extra day of rest because Kansas got kicked due to COVID. And then guess what? They were super energized because you had an extra day of rest and practice to prepare while Oklahoma State was out beating one of the top teams in the nation, Baylor. So they come in a little bit tired. And yes, you can say, well, it's all part of the game, you know? That's how... So you got to play every day. You're going to be tired. You got to make it happen. Yeah, I'm calling shenanigans. COVID takes another one, allowing Texas to become the Big 12 champions with an asterisk next to it. An asterisk. That's what I'm going to say. At least for me, they've got that on their on this Big 12 championship of theirs. Okay? Say what you will. So, that led them to let Abilene Christian stay in that game. Just stay in that game. Just enough to the point... Where And that's all it takes for these upsets. If they can just stay in, if you can stay in the game, comes down to the wire, anything can happen when it comes down to the wire. And that's exactly what happened. Abilene Christian wins by one with last second free throws with like two point seconds left to go. Wow, what a game. If you, it would be worth if you care about going back and maybe watching some or at least watching the highlights. Go back and watch that game. Really good game. So all in all, I will say this. It's not like Texas got absolutely blown out of the water. But when you are the Big 12 champions and the Big 12 is this good this year, all I'm saying is you have to come out and show. And if you can't come out and show out like, and then get walloped. I, yes, I had them going to the lead eight, actually to the final four. Let's not talk about it. All right. Three. I am only left with three of my final four teams in it. And I'm nervous. I'm nervous. Okay. But that's not why I'm making all this craziness. I just this I'm just reading it how I see it, okay? As Big 12, you have to represent. You know what they did? Didn't represent. I believe they're the only Big 12 team who is out of it now. Everyone else won. Everyone else managed to squeak out a win, and you couldn't even do that. Against Abilene Christian? Come on, Texas. Ugh. Just add it to the list of reasons why I don't like Texas. And you shouldn't either. So Looking at my bracket, the East is totally messed up. I only have one of my four Sweet 16 teams still alive. And then Michigan being my Elite Eight. My Final Four team is no longer alive. Texas really pooped the bed on this one for me. Uh, I'm now just wanting mutually assured destruction. So let's uh, let's go ahead and look at... we got, we got a whole slate of games today. Round 32 is set and the first set of games is happening later today who we got we'll, we'll run through these real quick so i'll run through we got baylor wisconsin gonna be a really exciting matchup fun game to watch villanova north texas i'm on that mean green cinder mean green cinderella train mm, doesn't quite flow but i'm on that mean green upset train they got villanova i believe they took down purdue the dumb boilermakers talked about them enough they're gone so i don't even want i'm not gonna sit here and talk about them on to the next one. Come on, Mean Green. Even though I pick Villanova, I want this ups- I want upsets galore. I want nobody's bracket to be safe. I want us all down capped at 1,000 points because the brackets are so busted. I'm just riding that lightning. Look, sometimes you ride the lightning and it and and things, it's a rough ride, all right? Sometimes it, it's lightning, right? So you're not sitting here controlling it. You're only hoping that you can have a successful ride, all right? And... Yeah, I'm not having the most successful ride, but who knows what can happen. Texas Tech-Arkansas, super exciting game. 
that's happening at uh, 6, 10 p.m. That'll be that'll be a really fun one to watch, I think, if Arkansas is actually as good as they, a three seed should be. Then we go. Another another upset Cinderella game I'm really hoping for. Florida and Oral Roberts. Let's go, ORU Golden Eagles. It's another bandwagon I'm getting on. Hoping for that upset. I mean, they already upset Ohio State, one of the top teams in the nation in this tournament right now. So it's like, what's Florida at this point? When you start... When you're a bottom seed and you upset and you know one two three seed, it's like, look, I've beat the best, so I can beat the rest. Know what I'm saying? All right, Illinois Loyola Chicago, another upset train I'm jumping on. Loyola Chicago, come on, show me what you got. Let's go Ramblers. I feel that energy. Battle of the OSU's, Oregon State and Oklahoma State, the Orange OSU's, I should say. Oklahoma State, I need you, I need you to have some energy. They looked a little lackluster in the energy department. I don't know what's going on. I need them to come out firing on all cylinders. But should be a good game, nonetheless. Syracuse-West Virginia. No reason not to believe that won't be a good game. Pulling for West Virginia, obviously. And then Rutgers and Houston. Really, really good slate of games today with a couple good uh, potential super big upset games in there. That should be really, really exciting. I am uh, i don't know which one I'm most excited for, but I'm just, I'm just excited. Who are you most excited for? I'd love to hear what games you are most looking forward to in this wild NCAA tournament we're getting this year. It's so good just to have it back, I think, all in all, really. That's what I'm most excited about. And uh, how you know how much has your bracket been busted? Or how much is, is still alive? What do, you, what, do you, what do you really believe it? Do I still believe? So it's obviously not going to be an all-Big 12 Final Four because Texas, well, well, nope. They were the only Big 12 team in that part of the bracket. Ugh, gosh, can't even believe it. So, I don't know. It's going to be crazy. I'd love to know any, any and all of your picks. What what upset you the What upset upset you the most? Or just what game upset you the most? What game you thought was most exciting? What storyline are you most excited about? Let me know any and all of those thoughts. The Rambling Viking at gmail.com or text me 580-789-9258. I want to know anything and everything. It's a wild time. I hope you're enjoying this wild ride. Hang on tight because it's probably only going to get crazier. The games are only going to get better. Man, oh man, I'm excited to bring all the updates to you. Well, that has been it for our day two recap, day three outlook. Hope you're enjoying the madness because it is living up to the hype. Until next time, y'all. Rambling Viking out.